This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. just like to welcome everyone that's just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. This is Alana Willie for you and you are with my program called Body Matters. I hope you all had a wonderful week and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the new week next week. Um, and yeah, today I have a guest and it, my guest is Nigel Brown from Master Reset. Nigel has been a youth pastor at Lighthouse Church for 11 years and he's also the founder of Master Reset. And we will be chatting about resetting your mindset. So welcome, Nigel. Thank you, Alana. Nigel, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry, where you've been involved in um, at Lighthouse, and also how you got to um, start Master Reset. Okay, thanks, Alana, for this opportunity. So... Um, as you know, I'm a son of God, firstly, and then I'm also a husband to my beautiful wife, Zeline, and I've got two kids, two boys, Caleb and Daniel, and uh, Caleb is three and a half years old and Daniel is nine months old. Oh, what a joy to be to be a father, man. and <laughs> the revelation that the Lord has given me, just being a father, but how he is to me, it's just amazing. And ministry-wise, I've been involved with in youth leadership for for many years since i was a teenager and um in for 11 of those years as you mentioned i was involved um or on staff at lighthouse as the youth and young adults pastor for for 11 years and that was a that was a great season of my life a season of growth a season of development and maturing and then the Lord transitioned me out of, of that amazing season into a new season that he prepared me for, um, where there are different contexts that the, that the Lord desires to expand his influence through me and my ministry. And the three, the three areas that he, he wants uh, to expand my ministry in, the first one is the larger body of Christ. And the second one is in schools, because young people has always been my passion. And the third context is in business or in the corporate world. I've got a, a BCom degree, and I, I thought initially I would go in fully in the corporate world, and the mm. Lord just gave me a detour, and, and I went into full-time ministry. But now everything is full circle, and I can see how God planned you know, everything in advance for me to prepare for what He's prepared for me. That's awesome. I just want you to just tell us a little bit about Master Reset. What is it about and what inspired you? I know you said, obviously, you've been, you know, God gave you this word. And, um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about what it is. Okay. So let me, let me tell you what it is by giving, the, by giving some context. So uh, a few years ago, so my phone started acting up, you know, to mm. the place that it was inoperable. And I was strongly considering getting a new phone. But before I, I made that decision, I decided to take my phone, I had an iPhone, and take it to the iStore to have a hard reset done, um, which is actually master reset mm. done of the, of the phone. And they did it, they, up, they upgraded the operating system. And lo and behold, I've got a new phone. It felt, sure. felt like I've got a new phone. Mm. It was working perfectly. And what the Lord did is he related this concept of master reset uh, to 
the, the biblical transforming of the mind. It's okay. actually what repentance yes. means. Romans chapter 12, verse, verses 2, where the Apostle Paul speaks about the renewing of the mind. We, when we came into the kingdom of God, um, even though we are now by identity sons of God, uh, our mindset are still is still configured to the old system, the, the patterns, the of, pattern the of the world, and that's why a reset is done. A reset, master reset, in essence, refers to the restoration of a device to its original mm. default settings. Wow. So, contextualizing it to us, um, mm. spiritually speaking, it's when we reset our mentality to to the way God originally designed us mm. to think from God's interpretation of reality. It's almost like restoration, restoring what, what the enemy has stolen, what we would have been like, how we should have thought, yes. you know, God's ways. Yes. Now, that is absolutely amazing. I think we're going to take a short break okay. and then we'll come back after this. Sure. I just want to welcome everyone that's just tuned in now. This is Body Matters and you with Alana Willie for you. And I'm chatting to Nigel Brown from Master Reset. And we are chatting about what Master Reset is about. And we're also going to chat a little bit on the topic of resetting your mindset. Nigel, you have written four books. What inspired you to write these books? And tell us a little bit about the contents you okay. know, of each of these books. Okay, sure. So what inspired me writing these books is basically my own journey. Okay. So each of these books are at different stages of maturity and different stages of development in my own um, spiritual walk with the Lord. And the first book that I wrote was Legacy. And what inspired that was, you know, when I was a teenager, I struggled with limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging mm -hmm. beliefs, which produced like an inferiority complex, in ad feelings of inadequacy, where I didn't really know my identity um, mm -hmm. in Christ. And what helped me was that the turning point was when the Lord showed me the kind of legacy that he desires to leave through me. And, sure. and that gave me purpose. Yes. And um, the, the key thing to changing our mindset is to have a purpose. Mm. Purpose is the fuel by which our, our mentalities um, are changed. And that just reminds me of that scripture that says my people will perish because of a lack, lack of, of knowledge, of knowledge, but Absolutely. also vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so in this book, the legacy book, I, I document the, cert, the the limiting beliefs that I've overcome mm. and, and realigned to the kind of legacy that I want to leave behind. And the legacy that I want to leave behind is to be an accurate representation of God's character and nature in wherever he placed me in, mm. to be a loving father, to be a, a faithful and loving husband. You know, those important mm. things that, that comes to mind at the end of your life. Yes. When life flashes before you, you don't think about a career, you don't think about cars, you don't think about material things you think about the things that matters mm. so uh, uh, realigning our lives with what ultimately matters is is the purpose of, of a legacy and, and that mm. book ha helps you establish the kind of legacy you want to leave behind and also what are the mindsets that you need to change in order mm. to move you toward uh, the Towards manifestation that. of that legacy and your goal and your purpose absolutely absolutely and so, yeah and and the other books so the um, the second book that i wrote um is called who is god and i wrote that book in response to um not the discrepancy but incongruence you know that happened that was in my life yeah. where i was struggling with fear and the lord showed me uh, 
the reason and the root of it. And if I can just give you the introduction, the short introduction of the book that I share in that book of an encounter that I had with a, with a young man, where I asked him, what, who is your favorite superhero? And, he, and his response was Thor. Now, mm. if you don't know, Thor is, is mm. a, a Marvel comic you know, superhero, mm. incredibly powerful. I'm sure the young people knows what, what I'm talking about. Uh, definitely. <laughs> and, and basically, so I, I created a scenario for this young man. I said, mm. uh, just imagine that Thor is your, your best friend, your closest friend. He would die for you. You know, he's, he's so, he's, he loves you so much mm. as, as a brother, right? And the two of you are journeying through a forest. And up ahead of you, there's an army coming towards you, hurling threats against you, threatening to kill you. Then I said, in that scenario, will mm. you be afraid? And his response was, no, I wouldn't be afraid. And I asked him, why? And then he said, because Thor is with me. Mm. Now embedded in that response is an understanding of yes. the, the power of Thor and the love that Thor has for him. Mm. You know? And he knows that Thor can destroy that army in one throw of that yes. hammer. You know? but, and it's because of that understanding of, of who is with him that actually dissipates and, 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 and destroys fear in him in that situation. Now, another name for God is called Emmanuel, yes. which means God is mm. with us. And then God confronted me with us. He says, if you believe that I'm with you, why are you afraid? Yes. So you, so you show the incongruence between mm. what I declare I believe and the reality in, in, in this situation. So what this book is about ultimately is revealing um, 40 aspects of God's character and nature. Yes. You know, from day one to 40. Each of these books are 40-day journeys, like mm. a devotional kind of, of book. And in each day focuses on one specific aspect of God's character and nature in this book. God is love. God is peace. Mm. God is hope. God is a father. And, and, and dealing with, with the insight of that and the mm. implications of that and why that dissipates fear if we come into, into an understanding of of those different aspects of his nature. I think it's such a beautiful analogy that you used with that whole Thor story, you know, where you could practically take, um, you know, a character of God and just realign it with, you know, what people see in everyday life. And I also think that it's so powerful, you know, the character of God, because sometimes I find that to be able to c commit your life to someone, you need to understand that person's love, that person's Absolutely. character, who he is. And I think, um, I know because I've done a lot of inner healing and I find a lot of people, when you ask them, how do you see God? Mm. They say God is either distant or a disciplinarian yes. or, you know, so it's difficult to, mm. to want to surrender to someone that you think is going to discipline you or whatever mm. so people's perception of God and I think that's probably what the book yeah. is about to change the perception um, of God and who he really is in, in its essence that's true yeah Absolutely and I think when true. people grasp that God is a loving forgiving God it's easier to kind of you know relate to God and to want to be with God absolutely Awesome. And then you're, yeah, in the third book. <laughs> the third book is called The, the Will of God. And mm. the, the specific um, scripture that, that, I, that is a highlight or an anchor scripture is where God says that it is his will for us to be thankful in all things. Mm. And what erodes a thankful heart is wrong mindsets and a sense of entitlement and a misunderstanding mm. of, of, of who God is, believing lies mm. about God. So in this book, in the will of God, I address 40 lies that, sure, that, that, I, believed, that I believed yes. that, that caused me to 
that, that not the cause me did that actually eroded a thankful heart. Mm. 40 lies that I believe. The key is believing a lie. So when you believe the lie, you empower the enemy. That's right. And, and therefore, you, you cannot receive the truth mm. um, of who God is and, and what, he, what he actually desires to accomplish through you. So that, that is the, the key aspect of the will of God. The final book, uh, Freedom, um, if, if you can think of it this way, there's, there's a few things um, more sadder than, than someone that, is, that has the status of being free. Mm-hmm. But on a practical level, they live like a prisoner. Yes. You know, and well, it's a false perception of being free, but not perception. really knowing the true freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we as believers, this this book is, is, is written for believers and, 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 and maturing believers. We, um, we believers that, that stand on the word, that declare the word of they are more than overcomers. They mm-hmm. can do all things through Christ that strengthens them. I was there. And, mm-hmm. but on a practical and functional level, we feel defeated. That's we feel true. we're not practically expressing the reality of our identity mm. and, and, and who we are in Christ. And this book I, I've written to, to address that, to bridge the gap between our identity and what we actually manifest in reality. Mm. And um, for the first half of the book, I focus on what we as believers are free from. Mm. And in the second half of the book, I focus on, on what we as believers are free to be. And free sure, to do. Sure. So once we know that, once mm. we know both, you know, obviously it's not exhaustive. It's just forty, mm. um, but it is. It 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 will actually set you on the path to live a life of freedom, freedom mm. from from um, insecurities, freedom from from mindsets that actually keep yeah. you in bondage. Belief system is your para- your paradigm of yes. what you believe is true, and I also think just coming to that, sometimes you don't um, realize that you have uh, a. You know, I always believe, I mean, none of us are perfect. Even as Christians, I think lies creep in everywhere. And as we spend time with God, you know, God reveals certain things to us. But it's nice when you can highlight and where you can read a book and say, these are lies and you can identify with it. And sometimes you think, just, I didn't even know that, you know, because the enemy is so sly, so subtle. He comes in and he just twists Mm -hmm. something. Um, so yeah, that's very powerful. I'd love to actually read that book sometime. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And and send it out. You've also um, created courses. You offer courses and yes. workshops and everything. And you've used these books as kind of the foundation of of you know basing your courses on. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and you sure. know how you set it up? So um, so the courses that I offer are. Um, the content is exactly the same as as the books that I've written, but um, but the context in which these these courses are facilitated of it is it's in a group setting. Mm. Um, uh, being being a youth pastor for many years and facilitating these kind of courses with the with the youth with groups of youth, I've seen the benefit of the accountability factor. Yes. Uh, the benefit of seeing and listening to other people's journeys and how they overcame mm. limiting mindsets and um, certain challenges in their lives by hearing and exposing yourself to to like-minded uh, to people that are on the on the similar journey by exposing yourself to them then you are empowered to actually overcome situations mm. and uh, mindsets uh, that are that are hindering you in your own life mm-hmm. so we see the benefit of that and that's what motivated us to to actually pro- provide packages for of courses for mm-hmm. groups of 12 or more people yes. and and uh, if you check on the website it will give you more detail about that these courses are facilitated by a facilitator mm-hmm. that that is basically one of the group 
um, members. members. Yeah, so and they don't have to be be trained in it. No. They can just they're going to journey with people. Absolutely, they're on, on the same this. learning journey, and we provide a facilitator's guide that will help the facilitator, you know, facilitate the feedback mm. sessions that yes. they have. It's these are eight week courses, sure. and every week there is a, a connection, a gathering. Can say mm. we they we, we we give feedback with the people. Mm. The group gives feedback, and and grows from there to kind of hear other people's story and and be empowered by mm. one another. And I think also sometimes it's nice to be in a group because sometimes you think you're alone. You're the yes. only one struggling with something. And yep. then, you know, you find out, you know, there's so many people struggling with various things. Absolutely. And I think that's a powerful corporate meetings, are always powerful. And especially just prayer and getting together and that support system Absolutely. is um, something I think people can always, you know, when people connect. So that that yeah. is amazing. And where would you keep the workshops? Do people can they, can they have it in their own houses or these courses? Or? They can like like I mentioned earlier, um, there's different contexts in which okay. these courses can be applied. Like in terms of ministry, um, um, there the are small group small groups mm. in, in ministries can facilitate these courses. Wherever so they, church groups. Church group. Then in schools as well. Um, nice. um, we, we, I provide specific courses uh, for legacy. Mm. I take the Christianese out. Yes. So, to, so that the, the, the audience can, can be larger. Even unbelievers mm. can benefit from the yes. values and the principles of these of these courses and then also in in a business context we we uh, um, I provide uh, like personal mastery courses and bringing alignment between mm. leadership and the millennials and gen x's that often they, mm. they leave the the workplace very often you know they, they, the retention yes, the turnover the turn, high turnover yes. so to provide um, retention yes. of 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 the talent, you know, um, mm. I can I can provide empowerment there to to bridge the gap between the values, the culture of the leadership of mm. the organization, you know, towards the millennials and the Gen Xs. So the courses are very versatile. You yes. you have basically for you can cater for any group uh, at this stage. And just quickly, I just want to find out with the schools: is it primary school or high school or both? Both. Okay, so you, so anything you you yes. be able to fit in your yes. courses will benefit any group. Um, tell me quickly, um, specifically at the schools that you facilitate these. Can you tell us a little bit about just going okay. into the schools? I know you've got quite a bit of experience on that side. So, um, if I can just give you a testimony of of of, of one of the schools that we um, introduced this content to, um, it's it's. Uh, this school had uh, 18 very troublesome uh, students that they were constantly having trouble with. They mm. didn't want to listen in class. They, you know, vandalism, all of those, mm. those kind of things. But there is a root to that, of course, you yes. know, in terms of the home life that they came from. Um, to make a long story short, the, the Department of Education gave permission for me to, to take these 18 troublesome students on a camp where we um, delve into these uh, of the content mm. of these of, of legacy specifically my book legacy and a teacher was also present as well and wow at the beginning it was rough mm. you know I, i've had a team of young people with me young leaders and volunteers yes. with me and a lot of them wanted to leave on the first day because the kids were were really unruly. They yes. were behaving disrespectfully and all these kind of things, and it was affecting mm. um, them emotionally. The, the my team, some of my team members, but I just encouraged them to to stick to stick it out. And um, at the end of this 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 uh, camp that I had with these with these kids, 
I was blown away by the effect that sure. that these mm. these principles and and obviously with the Holy Spirit's mm. um, uh, um, um, leading and helping and uh, making their hearts uh, soft, you know, and to receive vulnerable. Yes. yes, there was massive change. And one of the um, the girls uh, told the acting principles of the uh, principal of that school um, that her, her life has totally changed. Mm. And and that was in. Um, the testimonial that the, wow. that this um, acting principal gave me, she said that this girl was was totally changed by by mm. what we were doing. Yeah, the impact of the what impact, you guys. Yes. So we so that really mm. uh, motivated me even more because I know that's amazing. It's amazing to get feedback like absolutely. that and to know that just by stepping out and doing what you are doing, people's lives are changed. And absolutely, one of the things that we that we implemented there was this. The heart behind it is vision-based discipleship. So we establish what what it is each of these young people they want to be. You know, when they when they're older, when they grow up, and some say they want to be doctors, some say they want to be a lawyer, some say what whatever they said. And what we did is we addressed them uh, by how they want to become, mm-hmm. as as who they want to be. So we call this person Doctor Luciano, or we call this lawyer so and so, or we call this judge so and so. You know, calling out their destiny, calling out their destiny, and treating them for where they're going to be, and not where mm. they're currently at. Mm. You know, oh, and that's powerful. So we're calling them up to to their identity, yes. and not, you know, not that they, not that what they want to do is their identity, because it's what you yes. want to do. But, but the principle of of calling the future into the into the vision, present, seeing calling past their vision, yes, yes, you know, seeing past the current reality and calling the, and looking at their purpose and their vision, that had a massive impact, mm. you know, on the discipline. I can imagine. Yeah. I love that analogy. It's so beautiful. And then we say, when they act unruly, or when they're not disciplined, acting in a disciplined way, we say, you know what, um, doctors don't behave in such a way, <laughs> you know. So, yes. and you can see their faces, like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm addressing in them with the respect of you know of who they want to become and not yes. where they where they currently are, and you can immediately see there's a there's a shift. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody coming down on them. You must change. Mm-hmm. No, we're saying your current behavior is inconsistent with with who you with who you are. Mm-hmm. In, in it's essence, like you're going you off track. You're going off track. You've got a vision, and we're calling out that vision, and you yes. need to align constantly with yes. the vision, and that could be anything. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that is absolutely amazing. Um, so we're going to take a short break. And then after the break, we're going to chat about resetting your mindset. Okay. Hi, this is Alana Oily for you with Body Matters. And I've just been chatting to Nigel Brown. And we've been chatting about Master Reset, what it's all about, the books he's written and the courses that he has um provided for for those who you know want to reset their mindset so we're going to be chatting a little bit about what the the course is really all about and how do we reset our mindset so Nigel don't you just want to share on that topic for us please sure so when it comes to resetting your mindset it just it doesn't happen just automatically there Mm. has to be a why there has to be a reason or a purpose that will feel that that change that that you as an individual is to enforce. Mm. So that's why legacy and vision is is so important. Mm. 
Um, like uh, the scripture says, without the vision, people perish. The word perish actually means to cast off restraint or to mm-hmm. lack discipline. So when there's no vision, with no guiding vision, then there's no reason for discipline. Yes. It's almost like there's no hope. There's no hope. So in terms of the legacy that you leave behind, that you want to leave behind, if you see that vividly, if it becomes the, your, the passionate desire for you to manifest, then that will, that will be the fuel that will uh, um, uh, motivate you to bring alignment with your mindset toward that reality. Because mm-hmm. this is how it basically works. Once you understand um, the vision and once you understand the legacy that, that you desire to leave behind. And when I say you desire, when I speak to believers, I'm saying in alignment with what the Holy Spirit desires to, yes. to, to, to manifest through your life. So since your spirit and God's spirit are, are, are connected, there is a oneness. So what God wants is what I want. Yes. That, that's the implications or the assumption that I mm. have in, when I say, what legacy do you want to leave behind? So once that is established, we need to look at, you, at, your, at your life, at your behavior, at your actions, at your decisions, at your attitudes and ask, does, does my current behavior, does my current mm. attitude align with the kind of legacy that I need to leave behind, mm. that I want to leave behind? And in, in a lot of cases, there are some attitudes, there are some behaviors that doesn't align. That's right. And that's where change is needed, mm-hmm. where those mindsets needs to, uh, negative mindsets needs to be replaced with empowering mindsets, mindsets that actually empowers the legacy that yeah. you desire to leave behind. It's almost like the pl- replacing the lie with the truth again. Absolutely. A, a lie, that, but we have to pl- replace the lie with the truth that actually moves you toward that mm-hmm. which you desire to, to manifest in terms of your legacy. Now, an example uh, in the scriptures, let's, let's take the prophet Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Now, what comes to your mind if I mention Jeremiah? What scripture comes to mind or what <laughs> thought comes oh, to I mind? Oh, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in, in the future. future. Yeah, Jeremiah, I think it's 9 verse 11. 29 verse 11. 29 verse 11, close. <laughs> and that is exactly the, the yes. same scripture that comes to my mind. And, and if you look at the content of that, that scripture, uh, God revealed through Jeremiah an aspect of his nature that yes. that he could only reveal specifically and uniquely through him. He revealed the aspect of his nature being a good God mm. that has specific plans and purposes for us as, as people's lives. And another scripture that's related to that in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1 verse 5, where God reveals that he knew Jeremiah and by implication every human being before mm. they were formed in the womb of their mother. Mm. You know, so we were in God before we were in our mother's wombs. And therefore God had specific purposes and intentions for us. And he, and he declares it in Jeremiah 1 verse 5 that I've ordained you to be a prophet yes. unto the nations. That was before he was born. Mm. So in, in, that, in that case, every single person living on the earth and all your listeners, everyone that's listening right now, I'm speaking directly to you, God had a specific plan and purpose, and he knew you before you were in your mom's womb. Regardless of the circumstances of your birth and, and of your conception, God knew exactly the purposes and the plans that he had for your life, and he desires that it manifests fully. Mm. And knowing this, knowing that God has a plan, knowing that God has a purpose, we, we talk about this. This is, this is Jeremiah's legacy. Mm. Now, there's a difference between legacy and inheritance. And inheritance, you leave to people because it's yes. like uh, something material, something tangible, like a house, a car, money, even intellectual property. 
Um, so an inheritance you leave to people, a legacy you leave in them. Yes. So, so Jeremiah left his legacy in us. And you know what? Jeremiah was living on the earth over 2,600 years ago. 2,600 years ago. Mm. And, and, and the Lord challenged me with this question that I want to challenge you and all your listeners to. How do you want to be remembered 2,600 years from now? Sure. That's quite a, a powerful, um, you know, to think about, you know. Are you, are you asking no, me no, that no, weekly no, or you just, no, no, I'm, I'm just, okay. just, just, just in general? Just in general. Sure. Like, when I asked you about Jeremiah that, that, that was on the earth 2,600 mm. years ago, you immediately answered me mm. because of the legacy the, that he left in you in terms mm. of what the Lord revealed through, through him in the scriptures that is seared on your heart. Mm. Um, Imagine 2,600 years from now, when, when Alana is mentioned, mm. those kind of words, what, whatever that mm. is for you, is mentioned yes. by, by people in the future. Mm. That, that is so, so amazing. And mm. in the same way, the Lord desires to leave that same kind of legacy uniquely through each and every one of you. So yeah. I, I'm telling you this so that I can inspire you. Mm. With a word mm. to to change your mindset, you know, so that if it is inconsistent with that with the reality that that you desire to see manifest in terms of your legacy, so so resetting your mindset is is what ultimately repentance is. There has to be a motivation behind it. Jesus says, "Repent." Why? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here. Mm. There's a reason, there's a motivation behind repent. You mm. don't say repent for the sake of repenting. There has mm. to be an overarching motivation for that repentance mm. to take place. So resetting the mindset, ask yourself, how do I want to be remembered? Yeah. If mm. this do this exercise. And you Sounds do, interesting. This exercise, <laughs> if you should, this is just a, a, a scenario, okay? It might be. It might feel a bit awkward, but just work with me. If if you should die today, what would the most important people in your life say about you behind closed doors mm. if they were brutally honest? Yeah, sure. What would they currently say mm. about you? Um, all right, something to think about. If you're not happy with it. If you think that they would say something that something that's not negative. consistent with who you desire, the, the kind of legacy you want to leave behind, how do you actually want to be remembered? Mm. Um, there's something to think about, to ponder. This is day one of the legacy journey. Then the next step is, is, this, is are there things in my life that needs to change mm. in order for my life to be consistent with the kind of legacy that I want to leave behind? So you're not motivated by the fear of being perceived in a certain way. It's, it, I'm, that's not my purpose for doing this. I'm, mm. I'm saying that um, sometimes and many times the things that we desire to manifest is inconsistent with the mindsets and the behaviors that we are yes. displaying on a daily basis. And, and once people won't change unless their desire to change is greater mm. than their desire to remain the same. Mm. And and can I just mm. add to that because the, the scripture that comes to mind and while you were talking is, so a man thinks in his heart, so he'll become. 
So, which says to me that your mind is so powerful, what you entertain, what you believe about yourself, whether it's true or not, that's what you manifest in the physical. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's really about focus and perspective. What you focus on, you feel. Mm. Like if you, if you focus on your favorite food and then, you know, it has a, physical, a physiological <laughs> <That's true. laughs> a response. So focus is what, you, what you're looking at. Mm. Perspective is, what you, is where you're looking from. That's true. So in order for a perspective to change, they need, like I, said, like I mentioned before, there needs to be an overarching motivation that mm. fuels that, that motivates that change. Like um, if you don't want to, if you don't want to continue in this pattern of behavior and you, you're tired of it, you're sick of it, then ask what, ask yourself, yeah. what is it that you desire to accomplish? Mm. What is it that, that you, that you want to, to manifest to, to others? Mm. And then from that, from that positive and that um, empowering state, Make the make the appropriate changes in order to to manifest that. And and you and because it's resetting mindset. Um, so I'm just just trying to to um you know conclude what you were saying is, so it all starts with the mind. So the change in your mind, the way you think, the way you perceive, is to change that perspective in order to physically act out that Absolutely. that change. So it starts with. With, uh, with with the first, mindset, with the vision first, like it's, yes, it's, it's the reason for the change. Yes, the purpose, the vision, the legacy that you want to leave behind. That vision is is the first thing that that needs to be established. That gives the motivation for that reset That's of, right. of, change, of mindset. Now that is awesome because um, that also that scripture. Sorry, as you talk, I just get a whole lot of scriptures coming to mind where it says you'll be transformed. By the renewing mm. of your mind. Yes. So it's the whole part of renewing, resetting, uh, renewing, um, spending time in God's presence. And it's very powerful what you say because when people don't have a vision, and we're coming back to it, you perish. When you yes. don't have vision, you don't have hope. Yes. If you don't have anything to get up in the morning for, it's almost the opposite of not having a vision for me is depression. Absolutely. You know, you, you get up, but you've got no purpose. You've got nothing. But the minute God gives you mm. a vision, you know, I've got purpose. I've got purpose to get up in the morning. I've got purpose to work towards something. Yes. And that's, I believe, you step into your calling. You mm. step into your gifting. Because I always believe that, you know, each one of us has got gifts. And sorry, I'm going a bit off no, track but each one of us god has given us gifts and those gifts are irrevocable i mean they yes. can't be taken away yes. but the gifting you have is your equipment to fulfill your purpose absolutely you know so god has already given us each one of us something already he's given us gifts to walk in that purpose and that purpose is the vision you know and so it's true, you know, you have to have that vision to realign your mindset to this is where I'm going. And yes. I think that's what gives you hope. Absolutely. You know, that's what stirs you yes. on the inside to want to, um, you know, do what you are doing. So Definitely. I think that's very powerful. Thank you. Yeah. So um, just, just, just one last thing that, that just came to mind that's very, very important in this journey is to have... Um, friends you know mm. friends that that can support you that that can empower you you know in terms of your legacy yes. and also mentors mm. um, support me support mentors that that are, are further along in the same journey that you are mm. that someone that you want to 
uh, also emulate in terms That's of the right. not to be them but to to, to be do, accountable to yes to be accountable to them because it's important there's a lot of things uh, things that I didn't have to overcome because of the input that I received from yes. someone that was already at a stage that I'm currently mm. in so they've navigated those landmines already so mm. because I learned from them you know I, I, these kind of things were, were was avoided um, in my life um, like for example in my marriage you know before before marriage I surrounded my wife and I surrounded ourselves with mentors that were married that mm. are married and they gave input about expectations that we should have that we should mm. have realigned before getting married and a lot of issues mm. that that would have arose in my marriage um, um, was you know I navigated that yes. around it because I surrounded myself with mm. with with mentors that were there and yes. that could explain to me so mentorship and good peer peer to peer mm. connections that of people that are journeying yeah. with you are really important in this journey. No, yes. I believe that too and I think in Proverbs it also says that um of, you know, where you get, um, there's wisdom in the counsel of many. So, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people Absolutely. to keep you on track all the time. I think we need people. Sometimes we get isolated, but just being surrounded by godly people who can give you godly input, um, you know, that you, you can get where you need to to get to is very important. I also believe that. Um, I also want to ask you a last question, but before we do that, would you perhaps pray for our listeners out there? Sure. Father, thank you for this amazing privilege that that you've given us. Um, just Just to hear your word, Father, your heart for each and every person, Lord. And I pray that if what has been spoken of here today, Father, has touched the hearts of, of the of the listeners, Lord. I I pray, Father, that that you would help them, empower them with the grace mm-hmm. to be able to to get tap into the vision that you have for their life, Father, yes, and Lord. then to realign their lives toward that end, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father, I declare that over them that every single person listening mm-hmm. will will not leave this earth unless they have fully manifested your original Amen. intent for their lives before you formed them in the womb of their mother, that they, they will fully manifest that in, in, in their lives, Father God, in Jesus' name, Father, and they will manifest it with a healthy body, with a healthy mind. Thank you. Lord, with, with all the resources and the provision that's needed to, to manifest that reality, Father, we declare it over them, and we thank you, Father, that you, you don't empower our purposes, but you empower yours, and we declare your purposes over each and every listener's life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Lastly, I want to ask you, um, Nigel, is there anything that you need? I'm, I'm just asking often if anyone has listened to this program and they said, just, I want to get involved. I want to be a facilitator. I want to start a group at my, you know, at my workplace or I'm a teacher and I love it and I want to implement it at the schools. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to help Nigel and yeah. be a facilitator wherever you're going or when you're hosting camps. How can they get hold of you? So my my email address is info at masterreset.co.za. You can get hold of me via email. Also, you can, um, we've, we, we've got different social media platforms as well. Okay. Facebook, it's called Master Reset. Mm-hmm. And also Instagram as well. We can connect via there as well. And, and my website is www.masterreset, master and reset, so it's double R, dot C-O. .za. So on the uh, by the contact details, you can also make contact with me as well. 
Oh, that's amazing. So anyone out there, if you feel this is for you, please don't hesitate to contact Nigel or he can facilitate you or help you in any which way to get some of this out. I think some of your material, Nigel, is absolutely amazing. I think it's making people aware. And I think each one of us, we need a vision. Sometimes we get so caught up in the ways of the world that you you sit and you think, God, where? You yeah. know, why am I yeah. here? Yeah. And I think that is just to get people aligned. Yeah. And 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 just also to 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 share that um, these books that we that I, that I spoke about is available on my website www.masterrecy.coza. You click on the resources tab, and then all the books are there to to be purchased as well. The courses as well are available mm-hmm. also on the website. Um, then I also have um, a media page um, of videos of young people that actually did this process, and they give mm-hmm. daily they give uh, feedback about how they apply this to their life and the effect of this application mm-hmm. of these principles to their lives. That you're also welcome to look at on on my website. Oh, thank you so much, Nigel. And that, it sounds like a very practical course which is nice you know that you can implement so yes thank you Nigel so much for joining me and sharing and I really pray God's blessings over master reset and I and I trust that you're going to go into all the schools because I know that's your heart you've got such a passion also for the youth besides all the other things that are going on and that God will will supernaturally open doors for you and um, that that this will you know take off and I believe that you've got such good um principles that you've got in your books and, and I'm sure even people just reading it even myself I'd love to to get a copy of it and go through it so yes listeners out there unfortunately this is the end of the program and I'll be joining you again next Saturday on Body Matters at 5pm the same time with great more conversation have a wonderful and blessed week from me Alana Willie for you thank you This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.